before we start today's show, I just need to uh, issue a public apology. I had a uh, continuous and serious lapse in judgment last week. It was not December 6th that John Lennon died. It was December 8th. I thoroughly apologize. But know that I am still the biggest Beatles fan in the world, regardless of what anybody else may think. Now, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Have you ever? Mr. Joseph <laughs> Joseph Anderson Black. I don't know why I said that last the middle name. Like Mr. Anderson. Like Mr. Anderson. I just Mr. Just guessing your middle name. No, Nicholas, because my birthday's right around Christmas. Nicholas. Nicholas. When is your birthday? <laughs> Tomorrow. Stop it. I swear to God. <laughs> you asshole. You go this entire time you weren't gonna say anything? I was gonna wait till the end, see if anybody called on to it. Turning twenty one, huh? I wish, man. I wish. Remember my first beer. Twenty six. Joseph Nicholas. Twenty six. No more. No more insurance for your kid. For the boy. That's it, man. Now you're on your own. On my own. Got to get that Medicaid in you. Fly know up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Fly. Be free. Yeah. Um, Joseph Nicholas Anderson Black. Have you ever? Keep adding Anderson. Have you ever had a kidney stone? <laughs> no, I have not. I've had a couple close calls. Turns out it was just indigestion. Indigestion. I'm currently sitting here right now with some sort of slab in my back right now, and it feels like two knives in my back. He's got a but, crack uh, rock in his urethra right my now. My crack rock, and I'm, I'm waiting to smoke it, but I am <laughs> fully hopped up on all kinds of antibiotics, and if this doesn't play out where I pee the shit out of this thing <laughs> very soon, uh, I'm either going to fatality my, my lower torso or... <laughs> I'm gonna have to go get a, like some sort of ultrasound, pound the shit out on Monday. You're gonna be like Lieutenant Dan. Yes. <laughs> Just walk around in a wheelchair. I uh, walk around in a wheelchair. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk around. You're I gonna moonwalk in a wheelchair. This is, this is what I'm saying. I'm so I'm so loopy right now. It's disgusting. This should be well, a fun remember show. Remember what? Remember what CM Punk said. Hmm. Be careful with antibiotics. They don't fix everything. They, they absolutely don't. <laughs> and as 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 testimony right now, it feels okay, but it's still it's some shit. My Listen, guys, there may be a good chance that we got to cut this thing early, and Chris might have to go to the hospital <laughs> again. I was there. There earlier. is one close. Thank God. Shout there. out North Shore. But there you go. I'd like to keep it close. Uh, yeah, I was there Wednesday. Um, it was not fun, and uh, this should be an interesting show, ladies and gentlemen. You might have to actually. Talk more than I do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> children of all ages, Sons of Slam is back. Uh, back and better than ever. Baby. Catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, not Instagram, not Twitter, iTunes, but Apple Spotify. Podcast, probably, probably. I think we can still say iTunes. Sure, okay. I'll go I with think that. we can. 
Oh man, we you want to get into it? Let's, let's get into it, and then and then we have the TLC coming up this this Sunday, so we got some some stuff to talk about with that. But go ahead. Yes. Okay. First things first. Outside the ring. Yes, sir. Lamar Jackson. Huh. Remember his uh, the comments made by that 49er broadcast last week? Yes. About the, you know the ball and the dark arm and sure. the dark ball and you know yes whatever. Lamar Jackson wears very very white sleeves <laughs> when he played last Sunday yes. just to straight up troll the 49ers. Yes. I didn't appreciate it, <laughs> but I respected it. Just so you could tell the difference. I respected the hell out of that thing. Jack wagon. Get it? Get it? Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Jack wagon? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his bandwagon fans are going to be called. The Jack wagon. Jack wagon. <laughs> now let's get into the biggest <laughs> thing outside the ring. I'm sorry. Yes, please. Nine years. Nine years. Three twenty four. Three twenty four million. Good lord, man! Uh, he's gonna buy an island and a and a. Uh, no, what he should buy is Angel yachting. Stadium and the one hundred and thirty three acres that are surrounding it, because <laughs> that is going for about three hundred and twenty six, three twenty five mil. Well, they could have they could have used that money to. Uh, the money that they they just spent on Rendon, they could have put that towards that. Well, now you know why they're selling that 133 acres <laughs> around Angel pay, Stadium. They got to pay for them. Uh, Garrett Cole, yes. So, what what I've been hearing all week as far as the white whale of of Brian Cashman has finally come home to roost. Uh, he, he now, if he wasn't white, you think we still call him a white whale? Uh, if he was a, if he was black, I'd say I'd still say white whale. I don't think so. Because then it'd just be more obvious if I said black whale. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> um, so Cashman, the Yankees actually drafted him out of uh, uh, UCLA, and he did not want to go because his his family is uh, apparently well to do. So he wasn't really in need of the money at that time. He went to to, went to play baseball at college. Finally, got drafted by the, the Pirates. Played five years there, and then went uh, traded with the Astros. Actually, Yankees at that time also wanted to trade for him. Uh, to get him a second time, Cashman tried to reach out to him. They thought that they had a better offer than the Astros. They did not, apparently, according to the Pirates. So the Pirates traded with the Astros. Uh, Cole was there for two seasons. Uh, was the best team in baseball, Did not, did, which does not equate to World Series champion. Allegedly the best team in baseball. Allegedly best team in baseball on paper. But again, uh, that, that distinction for that year went to the Red Sox and then the Nationals, respectively. And then Fucking Red Sox. And then Cole, in a, in a very troll move, uh, at his press conference after the World Series, wore a uh, Boris Corporation hat. His, yeah. his agent is Scott Boris, in case you didn't know. And um, famously, the agent of the previous record holder for the long, uh, largest uh, championship—not championship record, no contract. There we go. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. Yes, wasn't he a Rod's agent? Uh, I believe he was. Right? Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. Um, I can look that up. I, Hell yeah, of an I, agent. Yeah, well, he's almost close to a, a billion dollars in contracts for this one this one season. So between him and uh, Strasburg, excuse me, as my stone's probably coming through my mouth, um, <laughs> between him and Strasburg uh, signing, re-signing with the Nationals. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. <laughs> ding, ding. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's Cole, Cole to the Yanks. Cole to the Yanks. But... Uh, go on. If you, if you had anything to say about that, I'd I mean, I do have the second part. I think of what you were going to say. Okay, go on. We have to say bye to Sir Didi in New York. Um, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. You sure? No, I'm still. If you could elaborate on that a little further, while I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to. Didi Gregorius out so I can get some music on. <laughs> Didi Gregorius has signed a one-year deal with the Phillies to be teamed up with his, I'm assuming, good friend and old manager, 
Joe Girardi. Mm. Very sad. Unfortunately. Rest in peace. <laughs> By the way, this is the second time we played this song in, uh, for our show. I'm actually, you know what? Keep that on. I got something else outside the ring. Perfect. Okay. Great segue you did. Yeah. Uh, the WWE has released. By the way, Austin, Austin Romine also signed uh, with the Tigers. Oh, yes, he, with the Tigers. I saw that too. He's gone as well. That sucks, man. Those are some good players yeah, for us. Some very good players. Well. Now we got to find a good backup catcher. Right now, all we have is Higashioka. He is good, though. He's, good. I'll, I'll give him that. He's, he's pretty good. He's no Austin Romine, but he's, he's a good backup. He's, yes, go ahead. So the WWE has released The Ascension, Luke Harper, and Sin Cara. Standing on the edge. <laughs> Yes, they're they're all dead. Yes, yeah, that was a shame. Uh, I mean, are we talking about like the most expected? I, it's, essentially, kind of came out of nowhere. Even though, I did mean, it though? As far as like names that were brought up in the last couple of weeks, they, they were never. I mean, they were never talked about. But again, nobody, I know they were never talked, talked about. about never but on this, TV. when when I saw the news that the Ascension got released, mm. a, a sigh of relief came over me. I was like, thank God. Yeah, no, me too, me too. But I mean, as far as like the names, like we all heard about Luke Harper for weeks now, months for months. Uh, and then Cara for weeks. We we let go of that thought that he was getting let go for that one time that he he showed up with Rowan. That was pretty stupid. I don't I didn't, never understood why. Yeah. Now we can never have no more Wyatt family. No Wyatt family. And Sin Cara, yeah. Sin, second Sin Cara. Sin Cara too. Electric. Sin Cara Negro. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. How little we knew they. Uh, you can still keep the song on. I got one more. Oh my god. Uh, Robert Roode and Primo Colon oh, nice. have been suspended for 30 days for violating WWE's wellness policy. So afraid to love you, <laughs> more afraid to lose. What the shit? Ah, oh, the glorious one. It's taking glorious uh, drugs. Taking the glorious drugs. Unbelievable. I think we should just, you know. And Primo, wait, wait, again, where are these people? <laughs> I thought he was with the Ascension, like down at the bar. Uh, he probably was, <laughs> but he was also juicing. Juicing hard. He was on a freaking cycle of Winstroll. <laughs> I don't know if that was true. I just, that out there. <laughs> just made that up. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lord. Oh, by the way. Um, all right. So, uh, I, I had uh, taken a screenshot of Garrett Cole's numbers. So every time that you see him pitch for the Yankees in the 30-plus starts, um, these are the numbers that you will, uh, you will take with you. So based on his 2019 stats, his new deal will pay him $1.09 million per start. Per start. Per start. He will get $1.8 million per win. Uh, Give me the minute. He will get $110,429 per strikeout. Uh, $169,731 per inning. And $9,200 per pitch. Per pitch, $9,000. So his arm essentially costs (laughs) $9,000. Per pitch. Insanity. For one pitch, his arm cost $9,000. <laughs> Not even the full body. Yeah. His arm cost $9,000. Yeah. That's insane, bro. That's fucking nuts. Just crazy. And meanwhile. Wow. That is some base. You could tell that there are some new kids in the, store ne- that in the is studio so- next to us. <laughs> so Damn, funny. they don't know. When I walked in, uh-huh. Becca just gave me a pouty face and was like, why were you guys the last smartest class? I'm like, I don't know. I guess we're just good like that. We're just sorry. 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 Sorry, not sorry. Um, backstage, uh, WWE backstage with CM Punk. Yes. Do you think that would get like a million viewers? Uh, how about no? How about no? How about 127,000? How about that's not what it was? And it was down 29% from the last time. Last time when CM Punk was on, it was 180,000 viewers. Uh, down God, 20, that man almost touches the ceiling. Down 29%. Who are you talking about? 
Remember the guy we saw last week? Mm-hmm. Was it you or Steven? Actually, I think Steven was, was here. Steven. You don't even know what the guy looks like. There's a, there's a kid that goes to school. No, 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 it wasn't that guy. Yeah. There's a guy that was in Studio A at first. Yeah. There's a kid that goes to this class right now. That nobody, yes, this whole conversation. He's yeah. at least seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> I swear to God, if he were to sneeze, his head could go through the roof. That boy tall. Um, I'm sorry, that was a little insider baseball. Yeah. Then no, now out of the baseball front. <laughs> nobody's going to get. Yeah, no. Um, did you know that, uh, have you ever seen any of the, the John Wick movies? I have. I have not seen John Wick 3. It's amazing. And I haven't seen them in a while. They're, they're so good. Jesus I, I'm going to. Yeah, this is. Please hold. All right. Yeah. No, put put it on pause. We're going to fucking get back up for this one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. All right. Now that we kick somebody's ass and we're back. Uh, Bash Brothers 2.0. This is. I think you can call us D-Generation Z. No, this I'm kidding. Is, this is, <laughs> Neither of us are in that generation. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. Wait, we're that, I'm not that old. This is how we know, and it, I'm not that young. Just so we know, just so, so like we got somewhere that out of there. somewhere in the middle there. Um, as I was saying, uh, m- probably one of my favorite movies, action movies, is John Wick. And so now, in 2021, we're getting John Wick Chapter Four. Go see Chapter Three. It was it was amazing. But I do need to see. I need to watch all three of them from the beginning. May then. May 21st of 2021 is not only just John Wick Chapter Four Day. It is Keanu Reeves Day because. The new Matrix, the fourth Matrix, will be coming oh, out. Oh, I day. did see that. That same day. What are the odds you think? Uh, was it Bill and Ted? Is that what he did? Yes. What do you think that also comes out of the same? Uh, day? You imagine if he did like because <laughs> he's also doing movies. that movie. I know. While he's doing all this, I think that's I think that's coming out in twenty twenty two. Do you think he's got that much of a prominent role in the new Matrix, or is it like the new generation? They're going to go back to the old wise. Is he like the Yoda? He's, he is dead. So I mean, at some point, he's. I guess. It's the Matrix. Can anybody really be dead? This is true. Now, I need to preface that by saying, also haven't seen the movie in a very long time. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can actually quote from that movie is where the bullets fly. That's about it. (laughs) But. Yes. I would really. I'm more interested in Bill and Ted, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's just because I'm a comedy fan. Okay. And those things, when I saw them Mm -hmm. as a young adult, because I was way too young in those. Actually. I don't even think I was born when those things came out. I really don't think I was alive yet. <laughs> good good possibility. Mm. Over 26 years ago? For The Matrix? No, 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 no. For Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and Ted. What year were you born? 93. I think well, so. Well, December of 93, so basically 94. Oh, yeah, I think, you, uh, I think you missed out on the original opening. Yeah. It was like the 80s. Yeah. Oh, well. Good times. Um... Let's see what else here. Uh, Yankees, blah blah blah. We're done with that. Cold. Did, okay, cold, so I saw the cold. I saw the uh, Stone Cold interview. Primo with Undertaker. Please, yes. Did you? What'd you think? You remember his story about partying with Cypress Hill and X Pac? Yes. And he just destroyed all of them. Yes. He's like, "Oh, Pac, let's get out of here." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, was but, fucking hilarious. Yeah, Pac is like the uh, <laughs> like the little dog. It's like, all right, I'm coming. I'm coming. Pac is the one. It, of all the people, I mean, it. we know how much drugs and all that stuff X-Pac has done back in the day. He's been very open about it. Yes. But of all the people, the one, two, three kid is the one that can stand toe-to-toe with The Undertaker and Cypress Hill. I know. <laughs> That's impressive, okay? <laughs> he should deserve a Hall of Fame ring just for that. Yeah, I know. I know. That is impressive. And speaking of Hall of Fame. Speaking of Hall of Fame. <laughs> transitions today out of this uh, world. Just, segways are just on point. I'm sorry. Speaking of Hall of Fame. Please. John Cena. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have our headlining class, 
well, not class, but we have a headline. Our headliners for the 2020 WWE Hall of Fame: The Animal, Batista, and four members of the NWO. Four out of the bajillion and a half members of the NWO. So for the people that are still alive from the NWO, and the ones that mattered um, are Hogan, Nash, and and uh, Hall. I don't know why X-Pac. I know X-Pac was part of NWO, but he wasn't like NWO, NWO. Okay, I've I heard a lot of people talk about this, and the reason why like, Big Show isn't going in with the NWO. Where's Scott Steiner? Where's... Is because I think they need... They want Big Show to have his own thing. I think he's going to headline his own class, right? Okay. Now, X-Pac, I think, out of all those people that were in the NWO, mm-hmm. X-Pac was one of the sole... He, he was one of the core members, and I'll, I'll tell you why. D-Generation X and NWO both evolved out of the clique. Whether you like it or not, they both evolve. Like it all revolves around the click. D- DX, yes, DX and and NWO because of NWO, yes. So DX is a creation from yes the the problem that NWO was giving the WWE. Yes, exactly. Right. But regardless, both of those had were a product of the click. Right. So they're putting X Pac in with the NWO and Degeneration X actually is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because he was kind of one of the only ones who was in both. Now, granted, in the WWF, Shawn Michaels joined the NWO, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. But that was dumb. Like, I don't consider that NWO to be a... I don't think any, anything... It's not really a part of history. Any, any, any WWF NWO is not. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Right. But the one big thing why X-Pac is going in is because that was the... I think that was like the last big time where the NWO was just running rough shot and everybody was for it. Well, here, so here's the thing. So I, I have a list of every member. And also six with the, the NWO with the big six ball on the yes. back. Uh-huh. That was also one of the biggest T-shirts ever. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that shirt. So um, of the three, three main guys. I'm surprised I remember that shirt, dude. That, that was, <laughs> so I, that I was, was a, very young. That was an awesome shirt. Um, so you can still have Ted DiBiase. Go in with them because he was actually number three. Yes, in the, in, and in, number, sorry, four number four was he was number four. I'm he was sorry. number four. He was number four. Number, number five, five was, was the was the giant. Yes, giant. And number six was was X Pac te- was technically NWO Sting, and then X Pac. Well, that's why they call him six is because he's number six. Well, he was three, four, five. He was actually seven. I don't think they count NWO Sting. <laughs> uh-huh. So there's that revisionist history. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Buff Bagwell. Buddy. If Come you on, guys get a chance, go listen to Sam Roberts' Scott rant about Conan. How all of the members of every NWO in history should be elected into the Hall of Fame under the NWO, and give everybody a ring. Virgil, Ted DiBiase, well, Virgil Scott was- Steiner. Then he goes, "Was Rick Steiner in there? Probably Rick Steiner." <laughs> then he's like, "Booker T shouldn't get one." Then he goes, "I think Booker T was in the WWF one." He's like, "Screw it, give Booker it's- T one too." <laughs> Scott Steiner, Shawn Michaels, it. Bret Hart. Bret Hart to be the first three-time Hall of Famer. Uh, Ste- Scott Steiner was the only Steiner. Big Papa Pump? Yeah, there's no... Yeah, that's it. Wow. That's it. That's um, interesting. And then there was the 2000 NWO. That didn't. That was also in WCW. That sucked. That, that was the one yeah. with, with uh, Double J and... 
The LWO. Put them in there too. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> LWO. Horace Hogan. Lex Luger. Sting. Disciple. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sting should get one. How, how are you going to give uh, Mr. Perfect and Rick Rude uh, a ring? Oh, rest in peace. Posthumous Randy, ring. Randy Savage. Posthumous ring. Uh, Bubba Rogers. To be honest, I don't know who that is. Big boss man. Thank you. Thank you. Needed that one. Sure. Uh, Eric Bischoff, he just got fired. Um, know who that one is. Uh, Vincent, AEW. Uh, yeah, so that's it. So, and then Batista. What did you say about Vince's AEW? Vincent, Vincent's in AEW now. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you were like, so, how do you just fucking log over that? Soul, what the fuck? <laughs> what's his name? Soul Train Jones or whatever. Oh, what a boxing legend, Soul Train Jones. <laughs> um, and then Batista getting it. Uh, is is uh, Dana Brooke going to induct him? No. Do you want to know who I've heard he wants to induct him? What's that? Finley. Really? Yeah. Random. I guess he cited something about Finley being a key part of his nope. early on career or something like that. Fair enough. It's very interesting. Fair enough. Um, what you got? It has been announced NXT and NXT UK will battle at Worlds Collide, mm. and it will take place on January 25th, the day before the Rumble. <laughs> so there's going to be no takeover. I think they're going to do away with the takeovers and make that their secondary pay-per-views. Right. You know how we used to have, the, there's the big five now. It used to be the big four, now it's the big five. WrestleMania, mm. Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. You're putting, yeah. Putting up there. No, that is that is up there. Okay. It's part of the big five. Okay. Then you have all those little tiny mm-hmm. pay-per-views that not really everybody cares about all that much. Mm-hmm. Like Stomping Ground. Stomping Ground. Great Balls of Fire. TLC. Great Balls of Fire. No Mercy. Shit like that. Right. <laughs> no Mercy. So I think they should just stop, like, do Amazing. away with Amazing the... Amazing video game, by the way. Oh, yeah, it was. 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they should do away with the pay-per-views that nobody really cares about and just put takeovers in there. Because they're going to have a takeover in February. It's just its own takeover. But it's on need, a Sunday and all that. You need bridging pay-per-views, like between each. That's what I'm saying. Have like, the takeovers. Yeah, but that mean that's all NXT. I know, but I think people will get <laughs> over <know>. it. <laughs> I think people will get over I it. I get over it. We don't want I w- it. I would love it. I would love it. Uh, speaking of which, um, the rumors for this year's Royal Rumble for the first time is that uh, Triple H is looking to have, which I'm sure is going to piss off a lot of guys backstage. Is to have only ten guys per brand, and they're gonna have that'd be perfect to represent. I'm saying I, I I'm not having a problem with it. I'm just saying that that there's only gonna be ten guys per Raw per for SmackDown for NXT, which is great to merge all three together. I but, have zero problem with that. But there's got to be more than ten people per brand that they can represent. No, really. Okay. Yeah, you take the ten top guys. Mm-hmm. Right now, name ten people. Name five. Pe- name five top guys from Raw. No, that you can put in the Rumble. I, I okay. Um, Rollins. Rollins. Styles. Uh, uh, Styles. Owens. Uh, uh, Owens. Uh, the OC. So that's five. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll be honest. I'm gonna assume the OC is gonna have their own match that night. Uh, I don't think they're gonna be in the Rumble. Okay. And this actually gives you a good place to go with the Royal Rumble. Mm. You don't have all these half-tag teams coming out. Right. You're not going to have Ivar come out by himself and then Eric. Mm. You stick with the top guys. Okay. I think this is perfect. Yeah. And it gives another spotlight to NXT. Right. Because if there's one place that has top guys that could go into the Royal Rumble, mm. it's NXT. 
Because you could put the entire Undisputed Era in the Royal Rumble. You could. And then they can, because the, the well, whole you, basis you, of the Royal Rumble is that they can go after whatever championship they want. Well, you, I mean, three of the four. I don't think you'd have Cole in there. That Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Actually, you could have Cole in there. I mean, you could, but I, I would assume that they would want to spotlight him on his own. Oh, team. on his own match, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you could have Cole in there. Cole goes after the fucking Universal title. or the Maybe not. Uh, how? He maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe well against Bray Wyatt. We'll talk about that with uh, the Miz. Oh, that's true. He could go against Bray Wyatt. Can you imagine if Bray Wyatt loses? <laughs> um, Maybe so stupid. I got a couple more things. Yes, please. If, if John, John Cena has wrestled at least one pay-per-view since 2002. Mm-hmm. One pay-per-view a year a at year. least since 2002. So this would be the first year. If he doesn't wrestle this year, that streak is over. Like, if he doesn't wrestle on Sunday, that streak is over. Well, he's not going to wrestle on Sunday. Obviously, we know that. It's over. But it's WWE. That's why I got to say if. Hmm. Right. Imagine they just have him in the stands. Undertaker's music hits. It's <laughs> like fucking mania. Um, That'd be awesome. The ratings this week were tied. Did you see that? Uh, I did. Yes. That was crazy. That's I don't know how they got exactly seven hundred seventy-eight thousand. <laughs> I really thought it would have came down to like a decimal point. It's every single person. Knowing, knowing how freaking <laughs> wrestling wars are, that would have been like, yeah, AEW won because it was seven hundred seventy-eight thousand point oh two. Every single person. That watched wrestling, uh, AEW basically switched back and forth. <laughs> so there was nobody else. Every person that was watching wrestling was switching back and forth. Yeah, that, that which day. is also crazy. It means there was 1.4 million people watching wrestling yeah. on a Wednesday night. Yeah. It's good stuff. Still as many people watching wrestling on Friday. That's all I'm saying. It's just. That's what one show. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I understand when I say to myself, like, wrestling nerd. Uh, it doesn't make sense that people are, are still watching. And I, they, they should watch Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I get that. It doesn't make sense that they're not watching as much with the Wednesday night stuff. And it's because of these names or lack thereof. And it's that because we don't have names there that we can't have the same amount of people watching, which makes absolutely no sense. It's, it's shit logic. And you're missing out on an amazing product because do we not have enough time in the, in the week? No, we don't. But either find a way to recap watching it or get get news about it. And then, again, NXT NXT this week was insane. Especially that, that first match was, was incredible. With, with last uh, match. The first and last match were, yeah, were, were, were incredible. So to, to miss out on that because it's NXT just is, is kind of short-sighted. You want to know something crazy? If AEW wasn't on Wednesdays mm. and somehow NXT managed to get into the net, onto the USA Network, right. I think they'd be pulling more numbers than, than Raw and SmackDown. Okay. That would be their number one show, mm. viewership-wise. Okay. Which is very crazy to believe, because that's their developmental brand. It is their best brand. I have one more thing before we get into this card for Sunday. Please. Okay. Remember how we talked about Temptation Island, and you were saying that I was the only one that watched it ever? <laughs> so, some way back when, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Temptation Island is a show that's on the USA Network, comes on after Monday Night Raw. Correct. It's the only reason I know about it. Apparently, I noticed this little bit. Did you remember Jimmy, Naomi, and Mandy Rose storyline from last year? Jimmy, Mandy. Yes, I do. Happened right around this time, mm-hmm. if you remember. Mm-hmm. Also happening right around this time is the season premiere of Temptation, <laughs> Temptation Island. Island. <laughs> so I love how USA is working out. They were like, hey, can we just get like a love story here and there mm-hmm. just so we can push this little... Uh, <laughs> Little cheating island, uh, right? 
It's literally an island to cheat, I think. I think. Temptation Island just sounds like an island full of temptations. <laughs> that makes sense. Like the Bermuda Triangle or <laughs> hell. And that's what I feel like. Also, both could be the same place. You never know. That's what I feel like when I watch it. I um, don't think either has cone gone there and come back. You know what I mean? Right. Anybody who's go not coming back. No. Together. Yes, together. Say, there you go. <laughs> they murder them. You go to the island, you never come back. You're dead. Yeah. Never. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Bermuda Triangle and hell. Gotcha. People go there, never come <laughs> never back. Never come back. Uh, TLC. TLC. Which now uh, now has a, a full crew. Tits, ladders, and what? What? <laughs> Chairs? That, that's an actual thing. It should be a thing. Um, <sighs> which uh, in a week. The <laughs> WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match <laughs> being defended in a titty labia and chairs match <laughs> and chair I love how you said titties labias and like chairs not like okay let me shut up <laughs> I was uh, I can't and any other C word you can think of that's naughty but yeah you came up so I could the chairs, I didn't want to get yeah, that yes. violent yeah, in this fucking show much appreciated <laughs> unreal I'm gonna shut my mic off <laughs> And he's off. All right. <laughs> By the way, the the picture of Bray Wyatt and the Miz on WWE.com looks exactly like you. Like you look like Bray Wyatt in this photo. It's. You, uh, let me check this. Are you back out. on now? You back on? So this is photo of you. That looks. Ex- I mean, oh, I could. Shit. It looks exactly like it. Um, ready? Ready? Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you are Bray Wyatt. Uh, I go. got the blue. See, the I'm bu- repping the blue brand. <laughs> From the bottom up here, uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, to issue an open challenge um, where hopefully they, f- they fight somebody worthwhile and they lose. Oh, they fight on the fucking main card. Because there's only seven matches and it's a three-hour show. Yeah. Right. So there's your main card right there. Um, Alistair Black versus Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Actually looking forward to that. Uh, another one, I hope, is on the main card. Um, these are all main card. I don't see anything as far as like preview matches here um yeah remember survivor series they also said that the viking raiders new day and undisputed era match was right. it's gonna be on the main card mm-hmm. and then they just pull the rug out under us and mm-hmm. say hey it's on the kickoff so now that nobody wants to watch it <laughs> uh the kabuki warriors against becky lynch and charlotte flair what i'm hyped okay that makes one of us i mean listen uh, I, i'm gonna beat a dead horse in the ground you know why i'm happy about this match because you have four women with that are all hot. Mm. That too. Okay, but the four. The whole host right there, there we go. The host. Huh? Could be a storyline in like 2023. That's I <laughs> really hope not. <laughs> Let's so, take you back three and a half years. So far away. Um, uh, I, this is I, I listen. I understand. I understand the grumblings behind the scenes with Becky Lynch. Like bitching is moaning as much as Charlotte Flair seems to be. Like the way Charlotte Flair is, looks in the ring is the way Becky Lynch feels right now. And I get it. It's like you are, you're the the, the biggest two of the biggest faces in the company, and you're now you're you're put down. You're put down on on this list. Hopefully, it's before this, but you're put down on this list before Rusev and Bobby Lashley. What what are we doing? Rusev and Bobby Lashley is going to close the show. Okay. God, I hope not. If they close the show, God, I hope not. <laughs> if they close, I'll be. I'm really hyped for that match. As a tables match, but I think there's going to be some some schmas in that match <laughs> with Lana because a tables match mm. really doesn't end a feud, right? Right. It kind of is just another bookmark sure. 
in the feud that is Lana, Rusev, Bobby Lashley. Which everybody hates except for Mr. McMahon. I think they need to have a last man standing match. I think they need to make a last match match. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> hyped you brought up CM Punk on backstage before. Did you hear him this past week? Yeah. Talking about the loser get Lana. Yes. Put her loser in a shark cage. <laughs> loser get Lana. I love him. <laughs> Everything we You know how does. good of a match that would be if the loser got Lana? Loser got Lana. Nobody loser. wants to get. Well, I do. Nobody wants to get Lana the in the WWE. The loser gets Lana. Just pin me. Yeah. <laughs> but then after you see. The you, finger poke of death. <laughs> you said that now. You said it now that you want to get Lana. But then like after that, for that first time and then you're still with Lana after that. Then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But you got to hear that dumbass scream. What and it's not your. It's not from you. What did I do? <laughs> I, yeah, made, exactly. I made a huge mistake. Um. SmackDown champions with New Day against the Revival for the 2,487th time. Are you mad about it? Uh, yes and no. I'm really not. Uh, they put on good matches constantly. I'm not saying they don't. I wish there was a little better storyline going into it, and honestly, I wish the Revival <laughs> would sign the new fucking contracts. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying that it, we've seen this before, and if it, it's not even like there's no, there's no stipulation, apparently, to this match. As far as like a tables, ladders, and chairs, stipulation. there are two. There are three stipulation matches. Two matches are already TLC matches. One, two, three. Yeah. As far as I know, just three. It's the and they gave one to Rusev and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> That's the one they should give. Should give one to. Okay. Then, then first first person to put Lana to a table. How about that? Um, put on a table. Just, listen, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you're going to get through but, that. But no <laughs> I, listen, I get Revival's fine, New Day is fine. I understand they put on good matches, but we've seen this before. We, where are the Usos? Uh, what are we doing? Uh, Maybe that's how we get into it. <laughs> Maybe the Usos answer uh, the Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, just like John Morrison would have answered at uh, Takeover. Anyway, um, that wasn't an answer. That wasn't a question, though. It wasn't an open challenge. I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Roman Reigns and uh, King Corbin. That's, me, that's my way of saying you're right. Uh, Roman Reigns and King Corbin in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. And I'll take it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why? Why? I'm just, I'm so, I, I, I can't, there's, there's one person that I can think of right now in, in immediate memory that I could think of that had such a promising arc of a storyline and I was excited for as Baron Corbin. And when he won the King of the Ring, and we all knew that he was going to. And from that point up until now, I'm, every time I see him, I'm like, it's getting worse and worse. I think SmackDown needs a dominant faction. I think we're in, the, we're in a new... I hate to put it this way. Mm. We are in a new day of wrestling. Okay? Mm. It is back to faction wrestling. Everybody, everybody's got a faction now. And it's better for business. The Jericho faction, the inner circle. Undisputed era. Now the Authors of Pain, another faction. Which, we got to talk about that. Are they going to go as the Authors of Pain? They should, no. Right? Or as opposed to what? Shield 2.0? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if anything, it'd be Shield 3.0. What was 2.0? Kurt Angle. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> At TLC last oh, year, God, I think. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. Kurt, there was another one, wasn't there? It wasn't just Kurt. It was someone else. Oh, Hunter. Hunter was a part of the Shield, too. Um, Hunter was part of the Shield, too. Yeah. Right. I don't know if that was like a Raw or SmackDown match or if it was a pay-per-view match or even just a house show match. I don't know. It was online somewhere. It was somewhere. <laughs> Whatever. We got Roman Reigns winning. We can just accept that, Yes, right? absolutely. Yes. Even though not Bobby Roode now, but... Uh, yeah. He's... <laughs> 
who's the guy? Dolph Ziggler's going to come out. We know that. Uh, of course. Yeah. Like, that's just going to no, happen. Because there's nothing else better to do with his, yeah. his story. Which is exactly why King Corbin needs a faction. You need to have a King's Court. Yes. Need to. Especially as a heel. Right. And especially if you're not getting over as the king. No. Only one person can get over as the king ever nowadays. Is it? That's actually two. Okay. Well, the king mm-hmm. and Booker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Jerry and and, and Booker T. Has like yeah, yeah. Jerry and Booker T. Only two people that can get the king gimmick going. Gotcha. Okay. Booker. And Stone Cold. I believe Stone Cold would have done it if he had kept the king gimmick and didn't really go with the right up now. That's, never mind. I yeah, because that 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 what I said that that was stupid of him to do that because you know it only created one of the best wrestling yeah, yeah. <laughs> characters Get of all time. <laughs> piece of trash out of my ring. <laughs> only the best best character of all time. Um, and then Bray Wyatt and the Miz. Now I find this interesting that uh, it's a non-title match uh, right now. As of now, it is a non-title match. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Unless you see something on there that says differently, no, it just says just says Universal Champion Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Yep. Um, and I, I I'm, I'm and interested. It's Bray Wyatt. And it's Bray Wyatt. not the Fiend, the Fiend. Which I like. Yes, me too. Yes. I, like I just want to know if he's going to come out in ring gear or Mister Rogers. <laughs> he should come as Mister Rogers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He awesome. should also come with at least one corner puppet. Okay. Yeah, just have him come out with like Ramblin' Huskus. That'd be cool. And what what is it? Uh, I'm I'm a little disappointed with the uh, the vignettes that they had with uh, uh, Liv Morgan with the makeover. I'm only disappointed that it aired yeah. on Raw. It aired on Raw, yeah, and not the uh, yeah SmackDown, the, the brand that the she was drafted to. How about that? Yeah, what the shit? Interesting. Hmm. Maybe she joins the Nightmare Collective. <laughs> she has to fall her hair. <laughs> there, there's so many good. We're things. just mixing all our wrestling. The there's so, there, but there's so many good things about AEW. And let's let's get into that. All that stuff. There's so many good things about AEW. Are we done with that card? Yeah, that's it. All right, but so many good things about AEW, and then there's confusing things about this. And I, I would like to hope and and pray that at some point in the f- near future that we look back at the Nightmare Collective and say, oh, that makes sense now. That you know, all the rambling that Brandy Rhodes. Made. Yeah, yeah. Once Cody turns. There you go. Then and becomes the leader. The, of the leader Nightmare and the collective. king of the Nightmare Collective. All these names. We had a little uh, little tourney turn on Raw, which is really all yes, we should we be did. talking about for months. Yeah, that's, honestly, that's all we really need to talk about about this past two weeks. I don't remember anything on SmackDown from last week that happened of note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, who, remember on SmackDown? In the last match with the dog food and all that shit? Yeah. Who was holding his leg underneath the ring? <laughs> I think it was Hornswoggle. Was it? I'm sure. Or Elias? <laughs> his little, his little, foot, his little hand. Well, he's face now. For out, of, out of nowhere. So true. Also hitting on Dana Brooke. So there's that too. What, can we? Can we talk about? I Watch out, Elias. Big Dave coming at you. Coming at you now. Listen, I, know, I understand we're we're gonna cut the show because I'm starting to like feel a little pain in my back here. But I want to just uh, express my concern as far as what we talked about last week and and these sudden. Turns out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like I understand, and I, I, you know what made Rollins' turn this week much more appreciated is the idea that he he did it. it we we kind of knew it was coming, but 
he he pulled the no, I'm not doing this kind of thing. No, no, it, I'll be I'll be good. I'll be good. And then mm-hmm. he and then he he cut. Whereas Elias, all of a sudden now is just I'm um, just a face. Yeah, like there's no he kind of big showed his way into a face Lace, turn. Lacey Evans, no, I'm a face. I hate you, Sasha Banks. Why? What? There's no see Lacey Evans. You could you could say you has, have two and three hours per per show to be able to. I'll tell you how. This is the up. way my mind works. Yes, if. Lacey Evans does this crazy, crazy performance in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. adored by women all over the world, women and children and, and, and little girls looking up to her all over the world. And then she's like, well, now I can use this and be a good guy. You know what I mean? Okay. Who else are we talking about? Elias. Mm-hmm. Elias goes, all of my friends... While he's at home working his injury or whatever, <clears throat> he'll go. All of my friends are, you know, doing whatever they have to do. Maybe I just have fun with it. Do whatever I have to do. I don't know. That's just the way my fucking mind works. Okay. It's a very weird. If anybody gets a chance, take a deep dive into my mind. Very fascinating what you'll find up there. Really, it's scary. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Scary stuff. Um, let me see here. So. We, we finally have the turn. Yes, the turn heard around the world. The turn heard around of. the world with the AOP. Um, and I like it. Yes, and, me too. And uh, it's about time. And we'll see where it goes. Because I Do like... Do they come out in flak jackets? No. They can't, right? I like the way they look now. Actually, I like the look. I like the suit look. As far as like the wrestling How attire. How are they going to wrestle, though? Like, a- remember AOP well, came AOP out with the flak jackets at yes. first? Well, that's a very shield look. Yes. Right. But they came out with the black. Uh, I think they used to come out with Paul Ellering in the black, like tank tops. Mm. Kind of similar the way that uh, uh, Dean Ambrose used to look after he took off his vest, flak jacket, whatever you want to yes, call it. Right. I think that's the way they're going to look. Okay. Because how else would you do it? Also, does Seth Rollins just automatically know? Like, mm, oh, oh. <laughs> I want to say Punjabi. <laughs> I think. Yes. Please don't kill me if I don't know. This is just me being ignorant to any other language that's not Spanish, because it's the only other one I know. Uh huh. And Italian, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Miss Guzzi. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh. Yeah, so just is, is Seth Rollins like trilingual now? All of a sudden, he, he knows what they're saying. He knows what they're saying. Why he's, can't they speak English? He's a man of they the people. They speak English, right? He's a man of the people. Um, let's get into uh, Wednesday. Yes, please. And then uh, wrap this puppy up here. So NXT leading up to next week, which will be the final. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Leading up to final uh, good night of wrestling for the year. (laughs) Um, We had the first and last match of the night were just incredible matches. And and every time I see the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match uh, on NXT, which, by the way, they need to do away with that belt. It still has a big W on the front. Can we can we get like an NXT like cruiserweight thing going on? That's, that's all I'm saying. Okay. So then, what about the uh, <coughs> NXT UK title? Same. Still got a big W on the front. Same Z's. Okay. Um, I'll agree with that. Angel Garza not only gets a belt but gets a woman. And new hell of a match. Um, fiance. Nah. The new fiance. The, the he did that that uh, he, when when Rio Rush missed or. Did something where he ran by him and then did the the bounce off the bottom rope to do the yeah yeah the, the stunner the cutter like just incredible yeah. is it a cutter or a stunner 
It's, it's, it's technically a cutter. The name of it is originally a cutter. He just put it. He put stunner. Stone Cold called it stunner. Yeah, I understand that, but to me. The cutters more diamond along cutter, the line. Like, yeah, no, no, I know that. Right, Diamond Dallas Page, I know. Right, but the diamond cutter is more like the RKO is more similar to the diamond cutter than the stunner is. I, I feel like a stunner is when you go straight down, you pop back up like that. I, I hear what you're saying. A cutter is you going face first, full flush with the body to the ground. But anybody that does it, even in AEW, they still call it a cutter. Yeah. So uh, that's also because DDP is all elite. This so you know, <laughs> and Stone Cold is not. There you go. So that was an amazing match. Um, and again, if you're not watching NXT, first of all, I say poo-poo to you. And second of all, I say poo-poo to me. What is <laughs> yes. And what is wrong with you? And stop being stupid. Watch NXT. Um, what are we doing with Cameron Grimes? Uh, <laughs> Raul Mendoza, this is a very okay match. <laughs> it was a little sloppy at points. Um, Hang on one second. Do you think that this – I think they could have done away without – uh, showing Garza's proposal on NXT because mm-hmm. it makes him seem more of a face. Uh, he, he, that's the only thing I'm, I'm a little confused by. I don't Me know too. He's, he's going he's like towing that line of you know, your face, you're playing to the crowd, but yet you're yeah, you're hitting on. I, I understand why he did it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I fully get that. Right. More power to you. That is an incredible way to propose to your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they should have shown it on NXT TV. I get you. I think they should have just kept that commercial. Okay. I think it hurts the character more as a heel. I understand. And I, I agree. Um, Raul Mendoza, this, this match, I, I, I don't understand. I understand that Cameron Grimes is trying to, they're trying to like have him sort of like pushed. Pushed. They're pushing him. But not, I mean, this just seems very weird, uh, especially with the whole, um, what's his face? And Cameron Grimes. And they're trying to get more undercard storylines going. Right now, all of, all of the storylines showing have to do with the main title. Right. None of them have to just do with themselves. As they should. Yeah. Uh, and they do a great job at it. It's just, for some reason, this just seems like like he keeps bitching and moaning about his losses and it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't play, from at least for me. Uh, since they're going into Worlds Collide, now they have Travis Banks. And I, I equate, uh, your dislike of Dark Order is the way I feel about Forgotten Sons. Like, it's just, you will have them win against jobbers but anytime that they they have to face any, any this is across the board. Anytime they've faced anybody of note, they've lost. I like the Forgotten Sons a hell of a lot more than I like the Dark Order. Okay, I I, I personally mainly because a equal. look at Jackson Riker, fucking beast no, of that's a fine. man. No, no, no. Listen, I, I understand the physique. He looks great. It's just it's it's uh. I I understand, I understand where you're coming from though. I don't know. It's just like you can't seem to find somewhere where he can. They can they can give him he, like a they push. They need to get they need to get over with the crowd. Right. right now they're not over. They're just demolishing people. Right. Well, and, and losing apparently. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai and Mia. Young. But winning when it doesn't matter. Exactly. She took Dakota Kai. Um, t- took this match, but <laughs> won the match, lost the war because Mia Yim took her on that that table and her head hit off her the head. second table. Yeah. Like, bad like no no give yeah no like it, they did that in slow motion and the back of her head just like cracked on if that table if you look at the table you see the table very slightly in there yes right yes, there yes and, and it's so disturbing and the two the two guys that were out on the outside there like you see them cringe yeah and like but like no a one, worked cringe but that one yeah. looked like it was actually real because they were like holy fuck i just head. thought i <laughs> her head i listen i understand wrestling uh, and you have to you know play it off and and if if Mia Yim went over to Dakota Kai and, and whispered, are you okay? And she said, yeah. And then they, they said something to her. 
or they asked her if she's okay, but nobody rushed over there. Like they they saw this impact to, to the back of her head, and nobody like rushed over and says like she might have a concussion. Like should we do something? Yeah, like they were just kind of like laid <laughs> laid out there for a hot second. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was kind of like concerned about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, sh- shouldn't you? Uh, me too. I rewound that a couple times. Oh, I was time. like, oh that oh, head hit. Oh me too. Real bad. Brizongo. Speaking of hard hits, uh, Brizongo and the Singh brothers. <laughs> um, this, there's some uh, some stiff stuff going on with this. Yeah, as far as like some uh, not letting go of uh, Fandango is pull, pull I would say punches. is a very he to me he seems like a stiff wrestler. Fandango, yeah, yeah, especially with that 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 power bomb on the apron there. Oh it was yeah, like, that, that was brutal looking. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the God bless the Singh brothers because they they did it with Randy Orton. They <laughs> they doing it with Fandango like they could take some bumps. I could do without the Singh brothers. I'll be honest with you. Okay, it just doesn't do it for me. Me neither. I'm just, okay, okay. Good. I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen, if 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 you put them out there just to kind of they they can wrestle. Um, good jobbers. Good job. That's was, that was exactly what I was going to say. They're, yeah. they're great jobbers, and uh, if that's what you put them out there for, and they they can they're willing to take bumps like that, then so be it. Um, speaking of people that we just don't have any storylines for, um, but should be better put better into a storyline than they are. Uh, Bianca Belair mm-hmm. and uh, Kaden Carter, and uh, she's just she's a dominant female, and they have nowhere to put her. Yeah, it's only because she lost that match to Rhea Ripley for the number one contender, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's got to wait until Rhea wins on Wednesday. <laughs> Very confident about that. Uh, one of those two people is going to lose their title. I don't know if that's going to happen because she never wrestles. Um, Who Rhea? Rhea. Yeah, but she. she no, Rio. I'm saying Rio. Are you oh. saying AW or no, no, no. I Ria? You said, I thought you said Rio. No, 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 Ria. Oh, I was like, why are you bringing that up? No, no, no. The people who's like two and a half Rio. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Like, again, Rio, Rio is nowhere to be found because she hasn't wrestled in like two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's like ninety-eight pounds and she's got to get a little more muscle on her. <laughs> is that what it is? She's gonna come back jacked. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, and then last but not least, like neither Rose. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna come back a man. Uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over this. Finn Balor and. Uh, Beats Champa and, and Keith Lee. Uh, you know what I also appreciated for this NXT was that they finally, 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 and better than any any WWE uh, vignette, NXT had these these uh, these pieces with like pushing next week. Yeah, and they had uh, the Keith Lee thing and the, and the Champa and the um, uh, Blazer. Uh, Shade of Blazer, Blazer. I, I was talk. like, you talking about Owen Hart, yeah, man? No, the fuck, Blazer. Shayna Baszler and uh, Rhea Ripley, like they had all these awesome produ- produced pieces uh, to push next week, and thank you. That's all. I'm, that's all I wanted to say because NXT it, it just leads everything in in everything, and so this is it and, was, uh, it was NXT relies more on their production aspect. AEW relies a lot on their social media aspect. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed between the two. Yes. Congrats to Finn Balor, though. That's going to be a hell of a match a next great, week. Crazy match. Barn burner, as they would put it. So between the two championship matches that are on respective channels, which one is more enticing? Of course. Between Who's Jericho and, and Jungle Boy. Oh, Jericho, Jungle Boy. I totally forgot about that. And, and, and I thought you were talking about the... Uh, and Ballard and Cole. The tag I mean, match. I mean, come on. I, I love Jericho, but I mean... Here's my thing. I would much rather see Ballard and, and, and Cole go at it. Sure. But... The only reason I would even remotely want to watch the Jericho Jungle Boy match is for Jack Perry. I think he can work really well with Jericho. Okay. Jericho is the big man. Huh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. And Jungle Boy just doing all these acrobatic shit. Comes in on a vine like Tarzan. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that is your NXT. Um, I'm looking forward to, to next week. The 18th, 18th is going to be good. Um, AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite. Uh, let's see here. Moxley versus, I'll be honest with you, yeah. that match went so quick, I did not get that guy's name. Yeah, kind of uh, came and went, didn't it? Yeah. But the more important part was after that match was over. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was all to lead up to that. And the best thing about it was that the inner circle came out and shield formation around the ring. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, looks way better with a five-man team because you're going to have four people outside the ring, one, one person on the mic. One in the mic. It's perfect. Mm. Absolutely perfect. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Reynolds was, was the name. Thank you. In two seconds flat. Alex um, Riley? Alex Riley. He's back. A-Rye. Uh, they shot beyond, walks down the ramp. Um, then we have uh, Texas Street Fight. Uh, so, hang on. Surprisingly good match was the Butcher Blade and Cody. And QT. Yeah. Very good match. I did not think QT Marshall could move like that. Thank you. Thank you also for realizing, uh, maybe two weeks too late, but they did it anyway, realizing that you had to explain who these people were. So having MJF come out and explain who... Um, Butcher and the Blade were in yeah, relation now to they're just why henchmen. they're going after Cody, which made absolutely no sense in the uh-huh. first week. These just random people coming out of the ring. So now he explained it. So, so thank you. Thank you for, for closing up the gap. They could have just went like prison yard rules. We're in this new place. We need to go after the biggest guy the biggest here. Talk. There you go. Cody's the biggest guy. There you go. There you go. Sometimes WWE doesn't do that. Then they'll just leave some stuff open-ended, and whereas they close this one here. So I, I appreciate that. I'm actually really happy you mentioned how they brought it up. That he was MJF's henchman. Mm. Did you notice, what do they call it, bottom third, lower third? Uh, the, the lower third. Lower third, right? So the lower third for when the Butcher Blade and Bunny came out mm. was, uh, it said, recently hired as MJF's henchman. Yeah. yeah. It said Butcher Blade <laughs> with the bunny on top. It said recently yes. hired as MJF's it henchman. Very, very funny. If you get a chance, really pay attention to those. Mm-hmm. Really pay attention to those. Yeah. Because I first caught it with Hangman. Mm. Hangman Adam Page. His lower third said, I got it here. Speaking of him, we'll talk about him in a second. (laughs) Drank a bottle of whiskey alone at home last week. (laughs) (laughs) God, that was great. Good times, yes. Um, (laughs) Very funny. AEW is is very cute when it comes to that. Um, MJF and and Warlow talking to Mike. This guy is just like. MJF? The shit. Oh, yeah. On the mic. Oh yeah! Like just to, like go back and watch that. Like, as far as like promos, as far as promos across the board, um, mic work. AEW is is I, I think better at that only because they have people that have done it for so long. Yeah, and like, like I said, when Jericho and Cody and MJF. Well, you have people like fucking Jericho <laughs> and Dustin Rhodes and fucking DDP teaching you how to cut a promo. Those those are the best those in the are game. The best in the game, yeah. Well, two out of the three are the best in the game, and the third one is the son of the best in the game. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's um, yeah it's it's it, watch watch the MGF uh, promo again if you haven't seen it. Uh, just it's it's really good. Sammy G and uh, Luchasaurus was incredible, incredible match. match. Um, I like that Luchasaurus picked up the win before they attacked though. That, yes. I really love that way. Yes. Uh, oh, big swole. Uh, yes. Sorry. Jimmy Sakura. Yeah, we missed that one. Uh, I'll be honest, didn't watch too much of that. Okay. <laughs> the one thing I like about Emi Sakura mm-hmm. is when she does that, uh, hey, yo, when she got them in the crab, not the crab, what's that thing called? 
she puts her feet in between the like the back of the, uh, her knees, yeah, and she like rolls around the ring with him. That's impressive. That is impressive. I don't care who you are, man, woman, mm-hmm. not woman, not man. I don't zims her. <laughs> that whatever she does, whatever it's called, uh-huh. that is very impressive yeah. by anybody. And it's incredible she's been able to pull that off. The um, Freddie Mercury, man, God bless her. <laughs> that was sorry. Let me shut up. Uh, freaking Jr. <laughs> God damn it, Jr. But that's a rug, Jr. It's not a person. Um, so the following match has four nicknames going on apparently. So super bad. Kip Sabian teamed up with uh, the chairman Sean Spears. Yes. To wrestle the Hangman Adam Page and the cleaner Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince watching this match is going. Eighties oh, coming back at you. <laughs> We got gimmicks everywhere. Everywhere, baby. Um, and the this, super, super bad Penelope Ford with him. Oh, God. It's just amazing. For someone who can just rock a bra and a sheer tank, whew, amazing. pulls it off, man. Amazing. Pulls amazing. it off. Um, this is the, turning to the the uh, the start of the turn Yes, for Mr. Page. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I could also see a turn coming, coming from Kenny. That seemed like it was. Yeah, but Kenny was the one that was pissed off about it. Kenny was the one that was pissed off, but Paige did that that heel like yeah, slap yeah, yeah. tag in uh-huh. crap. the blind tag. Right, right. So I, I, I after he was knocked out for half the fucking match, I can see that either way. I can see it either way going. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, a turn from yes, one of those. Absolutely, I, I always like a good turn uh, from a good face to a good turn. Um, I'm still waiting for this nightmare collective to make sense. And yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> Who's the bald lady? That was one from last week. Um, I mean, not that. That's not what I meant. Who's the bald dude? Look like CD. I'm not gonna lie, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't show his face. No, 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 no. Not yet. <laughs> it was interesting. And very interesting. And then um, <laughs> with the Jer- Texas Street Fight. And then uh, then Jericho comes out with and, and oh yeah, that's right. That was that was with the Luchasaurus and, and yeah, same with very much. Yeah, we jumped over AEW. A we lot. Jumped a whole, a whole yeah, thing, yeah. <laughs> and then um, we're crunched on time today, guys. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of here. And then the Young Bucks and uh, Proud and Powerful in the Texas Street Fight, which they still don't call him. Sick. They still don't call them Proud and Powerful. Uh, according to this, they uh, not on TV. Not on TV. Uh, according to this, they that's Proud, yeah. Power, Proud and Powerful. In parentheses, Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that Texas Street fight falls count anywhere. Match. The spots uh, off the the ramp thing. All the spots. Close. Let's be honest. All the spots were fucking incredible. <laughs> if we said Spot Fest before, this is Spot Fest 2019. Like you, you this is like shit. Waited a couple weeks. Could have been Spot Fest 2020. Just <laughs> let off the year with the Spot Fest. Um, AEW's known for spots, man. And this this was uh, the wrestlers that they have are spot executioners and and. Uh, uh, professionals and they they pulled this one off with this one and now the young bucks will face SCU next SCU. week for the tag titles yeah yeah do you think they win proud of, um young bucks yeah no mm. not yet i don't think i don't think yet uh, i don't know if they, it doesn't feel like SCU's time's up unless yeah unless their time is up my time time is not unless you <laughs> unless you are someone's got to win next week of all the the championship matches between the two brands Mm-hmm. Someone's got it's got to switch over because this is the last your last thing of the year. You have to leave the year on some sort of like change, some sort of something to talk about to carry over to the next year. So you're saying somebody has to lose a title. I'm saying someone will lose a title on AEW on either one. I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. I'm saying I think there should be one for each. There's two championship matches on on NXT and two on and AEW. two on AEW. I'm saying one of those four have to it has to go because you have. If to, we're going one out of those four, it's going to be Rhea Ripley. I think. It's her time now. I agree. 
if we're going one out of the four, if we're going one for each show, yeah. it would be Bucks and Ripley. Okay. Okay. Because I don't think Jericho's done with the title. I don't think he's like second. And I don't think he's going to drop it to Jack Perry. <laughs> drop it in the jungle. Boy. Unless some schmoz comes into it and fucking yeah, yeah. Jake Hager gets laid out by Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus. With, a, with a fake logo high kick. <laughs> I love it. I love it when he does that. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, in the steam room, I just go like that. And I'm like, ah, I'm glad I'm doing this in here. It'll get healed quickly. In the steam room. <laughs> when I'm taking a steamer. Yeah. A schwitz. A, a lot of uh, my Yenta friends would call yeah. it. <laughs> I can say that Shut I'm part Ashkenazi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're just pulling out all the <laughs> every single Jewish. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, can't spell Ashkenazi without Nazi. Uh, uh, um, wow. <laughs> so that's all we have for this week, oh, everybody. Shut your mic off, jeez. Uh, last but not least, <laughs> they finally uh, announced their the next pay per view. Yes, AEW did, and of course, it, do they have an agreement with the city of Chicago? Like, do they have all pay per views there because they get they, a, have they get a kickback. From they the city? To. I mean, what the hell? I mean, they do have a plaque outside of the Sears Center. There are 50 states. So we can pick another state to go to. Yeah. I mean, what? 51 if you include Puerto Rico. Well, <laughs> 53 if you include Guam and the uh, the U.S. Mariana Islands. And yet nobody does. Marinara? No, Marinara. Marinara. Yes. And yet nobody does. Um, so nope, that, that is happening does. Saturday, February 29th yes. at the Wind Trust Arena in downtown Chicago. Um, oh, shit. Next year's a leap year. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, look at that. Oh, Forgot about that. How about that? Yeah, February 29th. Didn't even notice yeah. that until I fucking looked at it now. <laughs> you know what I love about you? That you're just so open to... Uh, to Blissfully everything, ignorant. Everything that's around you and your surroundings. Um, it's showtime at 6. <laughs> 6 o'clock start. Um, Eastern or Central? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming Central. Yeah, because then it would be wow. 7 o'clock. Yeah, so it's Eastern. So 5 o'clock. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah. no, we were at yeah, yeah. 6 o'clock. Um and that's all the way in February. So build it up, baby. <laughs> build it up from uh, January up until the end of February. You have two months to, to build I the say card. Jericho loses it at that pay-per-view. It's okay. called Revolution. What better way to start a revolution than to have a new, tag, a new title holder? So are we, we, are we pushing this, uh, this Moxley-Jericho line till, all right. till, uh, till February? Pretty much. That's what I think. Okay. We're going to take a break in January. <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Fine, fair enough. So uh, next week, we are recapping our uh, all the finales of NXT and AEW. And we are going to do a recap of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll, we'll have a lot of, it's going to be a long show next week. So we have recapping of TLC. We're going to recap uh, the final uh, NXT and AEW. Um, and then we're going to do our, I would like to propose to you, top five. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah, just just say yes. <laughs> just say yes and I'll put the ring on it. Propose to you, you come up with your five favorites. I don't know why you're looking at the cup like that. You're trying to get the water out of it. Very seductive. I know. Um, <laughs> your, your five favorite moments of 2019. Okay. And I will come up with mine. And uh, see how very similar they're going to be. <laughs> they're all the same. And uh, yeah. All right. Let's do be, it. Should be a good show. Let's do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go either soaking a schwitz. Is that, is that how you say it? Yes. Or? There you go. A schwitz? Yes. Um, hey, it might reduce the uh, swelling. I don't know if that even happens. That <laughs> <in the stone. laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Uh, um, yeah. I, I, I need to take some more antibiotics. Start to uh, wear we off. We got to go. And uh, 
yeah, my, my package is on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. We're out of here. The Sons of Slam Podcast. <laughs>